Yo, what's happening, everybody? My name is Caden, and to my right, my buddy Jesse. Combined, we make Anti-Fogmatic, a podcast where we describe the sight, smell, taste, feel, and finish of three beers. We aim to provide you with a comprehensive guide to what we love and what we hate. At the end of the pints, we will provide you with The Chosen One, a brew we believe that almost anybody would enjoy. All right, everybody. We're back at it. Episode... 13.5. 13.5. 13.5. Jesse, uh, why the point five? Um, so we recorded 13, and my computer got a virus because I tried to download a program to make music with Matt, and the program came from Russia, and it destroyed my computer from the inside out. Fucking Russians. I thought I saved the file, but it deleted all the source files, so I had 45 minutes of dead air. Sick, bro. It's pretty good. Yeah, dude, that's a good day. Yeah. How how excited were you when you found out? It took me about an hour to text you. <laughs> Why? I was like, uh, shit, you're gonna like, be what? so mad, panicking. Well, and then we like, oh, we're not going to this fucking brew fest, and I was like, oh, by the way, like, <laughs> I lost the episode. <laughs> Savage. The day before it's supposed to come out, too. Yeah, yeah. It's been a it's been an interesting few weeks, so let's go ahead and get going on to today's episode, man. So, first and foremost... Nope. Brewfest is today. Brewfest is today. Yeah. Come check out and see if you're able to see Jesse and I. We do have three delicious brews for you today, and today we are drinking the coveted Zombie Dust by Three Floyds Brewing out in Munster, Indiana. Thank you, Taylor. Taylor's a good friend. She grabbed us this, wow, grabbed this for us on our way through the States. And then uh, we're also going to be drinking something from Drecker Brewing. Brain Squeeze Blueberry Apricot Sour. Sounds good. Sounds like a tongue twister. And then uh, last but not least, we are drinking Copper Kettle Brewing. Great American Beer Festival Sour Winner. The Prickly Pear Gauze. A little Uh, sour day today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Messaging Brie yesterday. She's already uh she scouted out the pumpkin beers. So I'm, I'm Where super at? excited for that. Well, I mean wine and more. Total wine. Gag. Yeah, it's super pumped to do those for you guys. Pumpkin uh, episodes yeah. coming for you live. Thank you. <laughs> pumpkin pumpkin uh, spice episode. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and everybody turn up your volumes. Everybody quiet. Yeah. You're welcome. I know. It was it was great. So we got a fat tall boy. I don't know if we did Drecker Brewing, but I did do an Instagram post for the Ectogasm uh, pale or IPA that they had in a few years. No, Jesus, years. A few months ago. We drank it. I don't think we did an episode on it. Yeah, no, I think we just drank it. That's like great. Uh, Yeah, so first pour. Uh, It is ruby red, just like the uh, Bohemian Raspberry that we had that one time. Definitely a, a good, good pour. Can't see through it. Got a very thin white line head. This beer is a 5.2% ABVs. So it's got a nice little little buzz to it if we're drinking the whole thing pretty damn quick. Uh, for the malts, they have a pale two-row wheat, caraform, and sour malt using Magnum and Hallertau Blanc hops. That's new for me. And then let's see. For the yeast, they use the Labiticulus. I'm going to butcher that. It's embarrassing. Leviticus? There we go. No. Lacto. Oh, it's, it's lactose. Duh. That makes sense. 
And then they've added blueberry, apricot, sea salt, lactose, sugar, and vanilla beans. Seek the seal, Jesse. Mm. It definitely tastes the lemon. Super good. Super tart. I don't like the lactose, though. I can definitely take, taste the lactose. Jesse's inspecting the beer. He just doesn't, he doesn't get it. He doesn't believe me either. Here you go. You'll like this one, Jesse. Oh, this is really good. Yeah, this one's good, huh? It's delicious. It's a good beer. I, I don't I taste don't the lactose. I don't like the lactose. I don't taste it. It tastes great. You like milk. I'm, I'm not a big milk drinker. Well. Like, if I come to your house and you're like, oh, I'm having steak, bro. I want a glass of milk. No. No. I would not do that. <laughs> not to my steak. Pizza, maybe. That's disgusting. Why? Because it has seven pounds of cheese, and then you're going to add, like, a gallon of milk on there? Yeah. Okay. Probably chocolate, too. Ew. Yeah. Nothing better than cheese, black olives, and chocolate milk. All right, and that concludes today's episode. Everybody have a wonderful night. <laughs> no, it's good, man. What are you getting from it? How's your pour? Pretty basic. Oh, it's awesome, but it, the lacing is kind of cool. It doesn't stick for forever, but if you rotate it around, it sticks to the glass and slides. Down. Reminds me of like a soda. Yeah, like soda. Um, I don't even fucking know. Carbonation color I mean, CO2? is ruby red, blueberry almost. A little more red than blue. Do you yeah. get any lemon out of it? No. You know, is that the tart? That would be the... Sure. Yeah, yeah. Tons of it. Do you taste the blueberry? Because I'm trying to figure out if I taste the blueberry. Let me I mean, see. I know Let it's me there, check. but... Yes, I do. I definitely do. It's good. The lactose. I mean, it's good, but I don't like the lactose. Huh? What's the point? Why are you putting lactose in this? Is it because you wanted to call it a smoothie? I mean, it's not thick enough to be one. Also, it's not a smoothie. Like, Heavy Real Brewing, uh, when they did the... Sour Patch Kid, like it was an actual smoothie. Heavy Real, yeah, Heavy Real Brewing in New Jersey. Did we get that one? No, we didn't get it, but he posted it on his uh, oh. Instagram and on their Facebook group. Oh, oh. and they had like uh, it was like an actual I remember fucking that. slushy. Like, I guess that's different. Slushy's different than a smoothie. I don't know. Help us out. We're idiots. We just like smoothie though. I mean, we had we had that one smoothie, like episode five or six. Oh, and then we had the. Uh, one of the first, the milkshake. Never mind. Yeah, that's the same thing to me. It's got to be. What's the difference between a milkshake and a smoothie beer? Please answer me. Somebody send it to me. Blended differently. I don't like that answer. Fuck, <laughs> Fuck me, man. <laughs> oh, cheers, man. Yeah, let me Let's get this. Oh. It's good, though, because it doesn't linger. It's not too syrupy, but it does cut pretty well. I could drink this all day. Yeah. It's a medium body. It's only 5.2% too, so I could yeah. have a few of them and be okay. I, honestly, I would give this to somebody that doesn't like the taste of beer. Because well, it doesn't taste like beer. I know. It's fruity. <laughs> you know, like there's a lot of beers that I try and it's like, oh, you know, beer with a hint of apricot or yeah. peach or whatever. And some people don't like that because the beer flavors in the background there. I'd give that to anybody. If you like juice, I'd give that to somebody. Yeah, it's a good it really is. You remember that watermelon wheat? Yeah. Have you ever had any other other wheats? Probably so not. I have like a tangerine wheat. The tangerine wheat is next level. I had one. I don't remember who it was from. It had some weird fruit flavors in it. And it wasn't like what, what we're drinking now. It was years ago before people were really getting into it. It was gross. Because they tried to mix random fruits with that wheat lager style, and it was just it didn't like work. Like the half, 
Kind of like that. Yeah. It's like, unfit. yeah, no. Yeah. It I'm was glad. good. I'm glad we, uh, I'm, I don't know. It's a, it's uphill battle, but I'm glad we have the, uh, juicy IPAs. Yeah. Cause I'd rather have that than this five years, six years ago, unfiltered it, yeah, it was, wheat thing. It was going on seven years ago. Yeah. It was interesting, but I was also, you know, I was 21 and buying a six pack every night and trying to drink it in my car before I ran inside while he was parked while, while I was parked. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, lived with my grandparents. I didn't want to. Be disrespectful. Didn't want Mammy and Pappy to see. I'm not sure they would have at three in the morning, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do my grandparents get up at four in the morning like it's normal? Oh, they do too. No, I don't get it. I got up at five this morning though. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I definitely did not. I just woke up. Bless your heart. All right, man. You've been talking about it. About what? Your trip's coming up. You excited? Yeah, I am. What's the first stop? Uh, Long Beach, Washington. Yeah. All right. What's the last stop? <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> last stop is. Don't say home. I will fucking break these microphones. Technically, it is, but <laughs> the, the stop that's like two thirds of the way is Utah, Arizona. What's the plans there? We're going to. What is it Grand Staircase National Park? That place is supposed to be cool. We're gonna do Horseshoe Bend in the morning on my birthday. Probably that's like that. F- famous photograph of oh, yeah. the river right everyone takes oh, yeah, it dude. So i'm gonna go there at six in the morning run over about 12 minutes down the road and do a slot canyon hike go have lunch go back to another slot canyon hike there's upper and lower levels that's the one that you see all the sand falling from the mm. sides of the walls and yeah like i got that. you so i'm gonna run through there with a small group and take pictures on two different ones and then go Back to Horseshoe Bend for sunset and take another picture there. Huh. That sounds like a good time, man. Sounds yeah. like a lot of activities, which, there's, you know. two places that we're going to, and I'm going to try and get some uh, Milky Way pictures. Oh, that'll be lit, man. <clears throat> you got your new camera. Yeah, yeah. All right, so it won't burn in, no, no more burning any sensors, which will be good. I haven't burned a sensor. Oh, wrong, wrong friend. Sorry. Who did that? Well, Matt. Matt. <gasps> oh, no. I mean, I think so. I don't know. There's just like this spot that's always in his camera. Does he clean it? I don't know. It's probably dust. I don't ask him. <laughs> hey, bro, you clean your camera today? <laughs> <laughs> no, you should probably do that. Well, that's sick, man. I'm glad you have that coming up. I know you've been working a shit ton, so it's nice to have a little bit of a break. Yeah, you know. Um, all right, so this brew, let's finish it up, man. So it's a sweet mouthful. A little creamy lactose sugar with real vanilla beans. They've added a sprinkling of sea salt, which they feel adds the hint of tartness. Personally, I think it's the lemons. Yeah, I don't think salt makes um, anything tart. Drecker Brewing is considered the U.S. Open Beer Champs. Never heard of them. Me either. Not that big. They uh, have jammed ma- a massive amount of 1,500 pounds of real fruit into today's brews released. So oh, that's kind of cool. It's, it's kind of cool, but then we look at the urban artifact that we had. Um, which was, was on last episode thir- that we episode unfortunately lost, but they had 3000 pounds of fruit. So was it 3000 or 20, 2400. It was above, it, it was, was more than 1500. I know that. Yeah. Um, I did get us another, uh, it's like a banana pineapple urban artifact. So I'm hell, oh. I'm super excited. <laughs> Anything that's urban artifact. I'm just, I don't even care anymore. Wow. I just click it, dude. I, I, I'm so obsessed with them right now. Um, cool. Like I said, 5.2% ABV kick. And, uh, just so you know, every time Drecker releases a new fruit beer, those brews are gone within the hour. 
uh, not wow. through the Tevor app, but through the actual Drecker, uh, Fargo, North Dakota, right? Yeah, Fargo, North Dakota um, Brewing Company. Or That's brewing, crazy. Uh, brew house. It's pretty cool. Uh, so let's move over to beer rotations of the week. Last night I spent some time at my good old favorite Matchless Brewing. And uh, Matt and I hung out there. I got a baby-sized breakfast burrito, which was delicious. Thanks for the invite, by the way. Yeah, man. I honestly just Appreciate f- it. forgot. Mm. I'm just home. so used to, no, I'm, I'm working. Home. No, I'm driving. Anyways, we can argue I later. was doing all those things. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so they have this, uh, I'm, I'm going to butcher the name because I don't remember it fully. Uh, it's a Hops New Fruit IPA, 7.2%. Uh, you remember I talked about that Fruit Stripes brew? Yeah, uh, not as good, but it was pretty okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then uh, I'm still on a sour kick, so I had a uh, strawberry bash sour. Uh, this was legitimately the most sour beer. It was like, remember when you're a kid and you have like a, a warhead? Yeah. And you're like, holy shit! Your mouth turns different face or faces. Your mouth turns different shapes. Your eyes go back in your head. Like, dude, it was gnarly. I couldn't finish it. It was so sour. The beer was like, yeah, from mattress. Beer from mattress called the Strawberry Bash, sitting at a five point six percent. And then uh, uh, Mr. Matt picked up a uh, Adriatic Pilsner. I thought it was a super dope name. Never really heard of it, but just a basic airy Pilsner. Uh, I'm upset. I didn't see, see any more Keller beers up there. You know, I love my Keller beers. Yeah. But yeah, you got to check out Matchless. Every weekend, they have a shit ton of food trucks. There's taco trucks. They got music. They got good brews. They are card only, so do not bring your cash because I've gone there so many times, and yet again, I pulled out a 20 to pay, and she's like, you should know better, Caden. And I was kind of embarrassed because she remembered me, and I didn't remember to not pay cash. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I like cash. No paper trail. You're still on the road now. Down with the man. Down with the man. So All right, y'all. That's a quick, quick and dirty beer rotation of the week. Up next, we have Copper Kettle Brewing, Prickly Pear Gauze, another sour ale. This Prickly Pear Gauze does not have the Seek the Seal, Jesse, so fuck me, am I right? Uh, what's pretty interesting about this one is they actually have incorporated... Uh, uh, prickly pear cactus juice mm. into this brew. Mm. Pretty interesting. They're not independent though, so we don't like them. Yeah, we don't like them. It's such a stupid fucking. I don't get that. What's it like, Jesse? Being salty all the time? Just being that fucking salty, dude. I don't know. I'll, I'll ask the ocean. I'll let you know because I'm on that level right now. You're like you're like as salty as the ocean because the land never waves back. Yeah, that's about right. It's almost like never getting invited anywhere. It's almost like you work and drive home seven hours a day. So? If I'm off on Saturday, I got all Friday night to party. Well, I was home by nine. I was asleep by nine. <laughs> if you were in bed by the time I was home. Of course I went to bed. I didn't get invited all anywhere. Right. I had this one. I was not a fan. It's an interesting color. It's yeah. like a orange candy. Yeah, dude. It's like a Miller High Life, but darker. Like it's sat in the sun. Uh, is that what happens? Yeah. It just grows little white hairs. Yeah, champagne of beers, man. Ew. <laughs> yeah, I love me some Miller High Life, <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> you have like six of them. It's like a jacuzzi in your tummy. And you're full because you had six beers to reach what we got in two right here. <laughs> 
What the fuck? <laughs> oh, copper kettle. Smells interesting. Prickly pier gauze. Straw to medium amber. So okay. I would give it a uh, maybe a seven, eight on the uh, Love of Bond scale. Really? Think so? No. Four or five. Nah. Yeah. Nah. It's almost see-through. Don't make me pull it up, bro. Pull it up. God damn it. Pull it up. I got nothing but time. I'm going to go home and do play WoW. Oh, must be nice. It will be. Just me and the dog. Seven. We got four. Look at that four or five right there. Nah, bro. What are you talking about? I'm going to go uh, ten. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll, we'll fight over this later. Easy four or five. Easy four or five. All right, so a contemporary gauze is cloudy from the suspended yeast. Well, there's no suspended yeast, thus not being cloudy. There's a wide variety of herbal spices, floral and fluty aromas, other than the traditional Leipzig-style gauze, which are present. Pretty hmm. interesting. Okay. Uh, they put cardamom in this, which is, I think, the part that throws me off. They also used table salt. So... Pretty interesting brew. Is there any malt in it? I couldn't get any. I, I couldn't just, find anything. I smell a weird flavor. That's probably the prickly pear cactus. Refreshing sour infused with prickly pear cactus. No head. Very minimal. I mean, there's some thin. Lacing's pretty okay. It's good. It's just the sour beer, though. I don't really taste anything. I like it. I get a little flavor of. <laughs> I'd like hops. it too if I was boring. I mean that's 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 it. You know, this it's is, just bland. Yeah, I, I, it's a hoppy sour. That's it. I don't taste the prickly pear cacti. I don't think I care for it. I'd buy it again. What is that aftertaste? It's got this. It's got to be the malt that's lingering. Cactus. Just nothing but fucking cactus. There's no malt in it, though. Mm-mm. I mean, there's got to be. Maybe we should brew a beer so we know what's in <laughs> shit. <laughs> hey, uh, Duval, we'll be calling you here in a few weeks. We need some help. Fuck. Dude, we need to go to our local breweries and see if we can just, like, tour and talk to them. That'd be sick. And just, like, one-on-one. Well, we used to be able to do that at Woodenville, but Woodenville fucking close, or Woodenville, the Red Hook Brewery, we used to do that. Uh, where they go and you tour the whole thing, but they close down the facility. I mean, that's cool, but I'd rather go to like a, lo- a local place. You know what I mean? Go where? Sorry. A local her. place. Like a, a like Matchless or something? Matchless or Top Rung. And like, I mean, we got enough Instagram cred with a few of them. I feel like they'd be I'm down sure for that. I'm sure if we reach out to Top Rung, they would let us hang they out. They post our shit all the time. Yeah. Be pretty dope, honestly. I mean, I'd be down to send a message. I still want to. Know oh, maybe we'll be able to ask him today at the Brewfest. That'd be cool. I, I still want to know what hops smell like, honestly, like fresh hops. Bro, you gotta go. Are you driving past or through Bend at all? When? On your seven month oh, trip? I don't think so. Well, there's two routes. There's one that goes from I ninety over to Idaho, then down, and then there's one that just goes straight down, but then you have to go over from California. Um, I mean, dude, we're renting a truck, so I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Honestly, if you care to, if you go early enough, uh, stop by Deschutes Brewing and take an hour, 
because they walk you through all the hops. You can grab the hops. You rub the hops in your hand. You smell them. You see the bottling facility. You get a cool glass. You get 30% off the merch for doing the tour. Um, And it's literally an hour, if that. The only downside is that because it's a 15-hour drive, and we're probably going to take 18 for stops and food and whatnot. We're leaving like nighttime on the 28th to get there morning on the 29th. Mm, That makes sense. So. Yeah. Yeah, it might not work, but maybe on the way back. I'm sure there's breweries you're going to be going passing by down there that you could I even so. do tours. I hope to get some weird beer down there. You know, be cool. So you see if just find a brewery and just see if they do tours. I'll call Top Run. That works. The local. Yeah, I'm down with Top Run. <clears throat> that way we can both go. I don't want to go alone. Mm-hmm. Um, Excuse me for but, think- inviting you. But. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I am very excited for, uh, October coming up. I'm going to be, uh, heading down to San Fran. I'm going to go see an Ajuna Deep show. Yeah. And then, uh, I am going to the Q Hallelujahs. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have no idea. Russian River Brewing. Oh, okay. I am very excited. I see. Q the Hallelujah. Okay. Light bulb. <laughs> um. Fucking done. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, I cannot wait to see their $50 million brewery. I cannot wait to drink Pliny out of the fucking tap. Uh, I cannot wait to have Blind Pig. I cannot wait to bring another 12-pack back for my homie Austin. It's going to be a good time. Um, Do they have any other beer besides Pliny? Oh, yeah. They have uh, Golden Age. They have a Blind Pig. I'm going to bring I'll bring them. Trust me. I'm going to probably empty out my savings there. Wow. Yeah. I'm pretty excited, man. Um, and then uh, after the uh, Ajuna Deep little festival, one day festival on Treasure Island in San Francisco, um, Sunday I'm driving straight up to Russian River, and then Russian River we're just going to Oregon, and then uh, hopefully I'll stop at some places on the way home from Oregon. Um, it's gonna be a pretty chill time. Wish you were coming, but Road you trip. know, yeah, we're driving. We're gonna leave at like hopefully 4 a.m. Hopefully sooner, because I'll be wanting to drive in the morning. So hopefully I'll get up early, and then we can leave at like 3 or 4 a.m., and then it's a 13-hour drive to get to San Francisco. not bad. No. And then hopefully we can get there around 6 or 7 p.m., go have dinner at some balling place in San Fran, and then go back to the hotel. Uh, I got this, found this nice hotel, like right in a marina. Super Mm -hmm. dope. It's going to be a good time. I'm pretty excited, man. I mean, if, if you have extra free time, like if you're there and you have nothing to do, go to the mall. Nah. Just to see it. Why? It's crazy. It's like five stories, six stories. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Skyscraper mall. Really? Yeah. Weird. Every store I went into when I was down there, multiple stories. Huh. Imagine like, what do you do in an H&M that's got five floors? Or American Eagle, it's got two. That's like going to Seattle and then seeing uh, like a a two-floor Target. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I mean, it's just neat. And you don't have to buy anything. It's just yeah. good to cool. I'll have to check that out. No, I really want to go to uh, a couple of the batteries around the Golden Gate National Park. Because they've installed a lot of batteries, military batteries, to protect the points of San Francisco. And that's where a lot of the famous pictures are taken. So I'm really trying to go to like some of the batteries that Matt didn't go to his first time when he picked up his car in California. Like... The famous pictures that are taken of the bridge? Mm-hmm. 
They put batteries right there. Yeah. Why? That's what they're all called. It's weird. Battalions? No, batteries. Like field artillery? Yeah. Dude, I don't know. You know I had know nothing about armed forces. Sense. I know. I'll show you after the episode. Yeah. It's weird. Like three out of the four famous ones are all called battery something. It's just weird. Like battery point, blah, battery this. It must just be a name. It's all military focused. Everything. Huh. You can see like where the artillery guns were. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, like old school? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like that, for the it's war. Historical. It's, yeah. Oh, okay. That like makes historical sense. battery air defense. That, okay. Okay. It makes complete sense. See, I don't know what I'm talking about. I had to say one more word. No, you're right on. <laughs> I, was, I was confused. I thought you were talking about like right now. I was like, what's so big in San Francisco right now? Oh, you haven't heard? <laughs> National <laughs> event going on. I'm just up here in Washington. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I know. Everything. Yeah. It should be good. It should be good. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I don't really care for this beer. Um, yeah, back to it. <laughs> uh, very, I like very it, weak head. Very weak pour. Very light on love bun scale. Jesse gave it about a four or five. I'll go ahead and support it. Good lacing. Um, smell. I smell malts. I smell I smell something sweet. I'm just going to say yeah. it's the prickly pear cactus. It's got to be. I'm put two and two together. It's the only freaking flavor in here. I like it, though. I'm on the opposite. It, it's, yeah, it's basic. It's simple. It's basic. It's tarty. It's sour, but... You get those multi flavors in like there. If a friend ordered this and didn't want to drink it, I would drink it. But I'm not gonna pay six bucks. Uh, I probably would. Why you gotta make me feel like that? I mean, we can disagree. It's okay. We, we got two mics. So much, Jesse. Just want. Anyway, that's really good. It gets even more sour as it warms up too. <laughs> as my upper lip goes inside of my nostrils, yeah, bro. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Anyway, what are you doing? Just pour it in there. <laughs> um, booze news. We got something like interesting. Yeah, um, man. What's what's going on with the booze? Is news is so it's the same one from episode thirteen. I'm just gonna repeat it. Um, well, nobody knows that, so you could have gone away and not say I that. I could have, <laughs> but I want to be honest. We already told them we lost the episode. Um, some kids in uh, Florida prom coming up they had their party it got busted and their party was quote from the police department in the city of florida that i I forgot the name of that it would have rivaled huge clubs down there this party yeah like a high school prom high school after prom after party um some kid rented a house put it in his name it was 80 bucks a head to get in they had a bus lined up to court like cart people over from uh, the prom dance to there. So they weren't driving. They were being semi-responsible. But fridges full of alcohol, different chasers, jello shots. They had stripper poles, bowls full of pre-rolled joints. Like, they were going to just rage. All my kind of party, man. Night. Um, they had stripper poles in, like, tubs. Not tubs, like, little kiddie pools. So they were going to do some crazy shit. Cops got got word on it from the janitor of the high school, and they shut the whole thing down. How did the janitor get in it? Uh I mean, I'm sure the kids were friendly with the janitor. You know, the janitor being an adult was like, nah, not partying without me. Told the cops. Hmm. Yeah. Well, good on the kids. Shame on you, janitor. Yeah. Nobody got arrested. They couldn't prove anything. You know, like, oh, one kid bought all the alcohol. It was just there at the house. So, but, yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, so like after party prom, 
100 people gave this kid 80 bucks or whatever. And then he just spends all this money on to pay the house, get all the alcohol, pre-rolls. That's just so crazy. Even if even if 100 people gave it to him, how much money is that? It's 800 bucks, right? Times 10. It's $8,000. There's some kid walking around right now. Just a grip of change. Yeah, and that's only if 100 people show up. A lot of people for a house party. I mean, you've had twenty people, and I've wanted to pull my hair out. I, I'm just saying, hundred fucking people though. I, they, there was no number on how many kids were gonna go. Huh? Well, because they couldn't fucking prove it. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine like two fifty? I've been to parties with two hundred fifty people. At a house. In, in the backyard. Nah, maybe it I was, just wasn't that popular. Yeah, I don't think it was popularity for me. I just kind of showed up. <laughs> yeah, I never got into shit like that. It was. It I was, was an after-school partier. Like, we got this. I'm not gonna go into too much detail because I'll probably get arrested. <laughs> I'm just anymore. kidding. <laughs> Statue. No, of we had this bitch. place where like we had a two-bedroom apartment. And I was 18, 19, just out of uh, high school, and yeah. it was me. Andrew and this guy Chaz and we shared a, a room and then like y'all I, shared one room shit you, you had two rooms you couldn't and then, uh, and then the and then we had two girls who shared the other room Jesus yeah and then we would always have people like Adam would always be passed out on the couch other people would always be passed out on the living room you had five people um, all the time dude two bedrooms we had probably had a minimum of ten people always there because we were always partying Always. I didn't get that experience. Yeah, I definitely got that experience. Awesome. That's way better than a 250 person party. Oh, yeah. It was was pretty good. Uh, This guy, Chaz, I know he'll never listen to this because his life is way too in Vegas, which is cool. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's... Doesn't matter. Baller. But he spent, I think, like a few hundred dollars on a bunch of porn magazines when you could buy Playboys. You still can. Can you? Okay, I don't know. I I use cash, so I'm not sure what I'm able to do anymore. Jesus. (laughs) But he uh, plastered, plastered, not pinned or taped, plastered individual pages from these Playboys across the entire men's bathroom. <laughs> I shit you not. That is probably the classiest way to do it, though. I mean, oh, if you're going to do it, do it right. That's professional photography. Mm-hmm. Those are professional models. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a huge magazine. Sure. Models. <laughs> They are some of yeah. them are not all of them, yeah. but some most of them. Like if I you're gonna do that to a bathroom, that's the way to do it. That's better than grabbing a hustler magazine and just throwing that shit up there. True. I mean, I'm literally like the only spot that didn't have it was the linoleum for the bathtub and shower. That makes sense. It would peel off. It was hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I have the, I have the 75th year anniversary of Playboy. Like wrapped and sealed. I hope it's I hope it's worth a lot of money. Of what? Of their magazine. Of Playboy? Yeah. Oh, like the 75th anniversary yeah. of Sealed? That's pretty funny. That's cool. Yeah. Well, what's his butt died, so I'm sure it'll be worth it was money. before and, he died. Yeah. Oh, see, that's cool. Yeah. That'd and be pretty dope. I have the one right after that where they used a uh, a trans person. Oh, good for the them. first trans person. At cover. least they're like <clears throat> stepping out. It's crazy. Yeah, they're they're over a little over a year old now. On to number three? Number three. So. Finish this. I'm sure it's the reason y'all are listening, but uh, we have acquired Three Floyd's Brewing Zombie Dust, which is the, uh, it's literally the top rated beer. Like, it's 
like the number 35 best beer in the world, according to Beer Advocate. It's 100 out of 100 on the Beer Advocate score. Uh, it's a pale ale. I've had it. I've also had Pliny. Pliny's better. But this is pretty good. Uh, Dubois, I hope that you are enjoying your care package that Jesse uh, was able to ship off for you. I was hoping to get more beers out to you, but I think the Pliny will do you just fine. Uh, <clears throat> the reason we didn't get more out there is because the box wasn't big enough. Got to get a bigger box. But, you know. Yeah. There was a, there's a whole nother, like... That collapsible thing that you gave me to to show that I have I still have one of those nice to send more and nice I'll pick up some four packs on the way home I'll have to drop some off yeah so we're drinking zombie dust fifty IBUs um hundred out of a hundred on beer advocate like it's raining the top six point two zero ABVs and uh, this beer pours a clear amber with a thin white head. It definitely has a very pungent hop aroma, as almost if it's a, an IPA. Um, it's bitter. It's floral. Like it's it's a good brew. Like overall, it's a perfected pale ale. You know, I mean, I could see this because it's from Indiana. It's like that Midwest Central area. Yeah, I could see it getting that, but just because of that locale, like it's different from those areas. It's not fucking Bud Light. It's right. not Milwaukee. You know, but I don't see a lot of goose or. Brain squeeze, gauze, gauze, excuse me, out in that area. No, I hear you. But the funny thing is, though, is out in that area, like that's where the New England IPA is generated. And then this one's still reigning supreme. Cheers, man. New England IPA from Missouri doesn't say a whole lot. Respect. I just, I love that clean, pale that floral, hoppy yeah. aroma. No, so dude, good. it's, that is bitter as fuck compared to what we've been drinking. I literally just feel like, I just had like a Hershey kiss and then I just was like, you know what? Dirt's the same color. Let me lick dirt. Except it was good dirt. And it gets me buzzed. So it's really good dirt. Now I enjoy this beer. Yeah. I honestly, I'm going to piss you off, but I like this a little more than the Pliny. Just that's fine. You're uncultured swine with a medium palate. So (laughs) (laughs) shots fired. It's warm in here today. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. No, it it is actually it's a flawless brew. It's just if I'm gonna t- if I'm gonna drink something this bitter, yeah, I want an eight percent double IPA. Well, and I <laughs> that's think how I look at that's it. That's why I like this more. It's more bitter. Yeah. Pliny's clean and refreshing, and it's still an IPA, but it doesn't taste this malty. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that bitterness for me. Yeah, that this does. One thing I really want to try with this is like with the Pliny, like we've, we've had it fresh in a bottle. Yeah. We've let it sit for a week or so out of the yep. bottle and we let it sit for about a month and the flavor profile changes, changes. drastically through fresh medium yeah. and then long <clears throat> exposure with this one. I'm, I've, we've only had it a few weeks, actually not even that, maybe a week and a half. Uh, so. No, it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. So I'm going to wait a little bit on another one and try it and see if it really changes, but I don't know if it will. Um, I actually, so who else? I listened to somebody. Um, it was another podcast. It was one of our competitors, if you will. Um, a couple of years ago, in one of their episodes, they said that you should let beer sit to draw out more flavor. Mm-hmm. And then they, just this year, actually, I think it was a couple of weeks, maybe four or five weeks ago, they re they were like, "Hey, don't do that anymore," because in that time frame, brewers have figured out how to 
get that flavor out now. That way, when you get it home, you pop it, you drink it. You don't have to let it sit. I think it's both. I yeah, don't. It's got to be a balance. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like wine. You know, people pick wine and they let it rest for so long, then they sell it, and then they aerate it. Yeah, but then you let it sit for even longer, and it's different flavors. So I, I, I think it's both. I don't think there's a yes or no to that answer. It's science, man. I mean, it, yeah, there's a definitive like math behind it, but at the same time, like depending on your knowledge of science, like science can grow exponentially within the spectrum of the flavor, or mm-hmm. it could be drawn out before you even open the bottle. Yeah. You know, like the gauze, like copper kettle had a disclaimer on Tevor. They're like, Hey, if you want to pull more flavors, pour it in the glass. Common fucking sense. But some people don't know more air, you know, but overall, like, the thing I really like about this zombie dust is that it, it it's an evolved pale ale, you know, where it, it continues to, it's more complex than a uh, the tropical pale ale from Boulevard. Boy. It's um, a true pale, it's a hoppier pale ale than the pale ale we sent uh, Dubois out in Heavy Reel. Um, that was a Pilsner. Just kidding. It wasn't a pale ale. Yep. My be. I'm going to stop talking and drink. Jesse, your turn. Good Thank luck. Thank you. No, I, I agree. It, it's just complex. What about the body or carbonation? What are you getting? It's, it's kind of in between. I mean, compared to what we're coming from, you are coming from those big fruity mm-hmm. sour beers. That was like carbonated juice. Yeah. This is still Barely. carbonated, but this is like, it's like an old beer. Lacing's awesome. My head's gone, so I, I really can't talk on that anymore. But I don't know. And I'm going to say it one last time. The reason why I think this is such a high-profile beer is that it, it, the flavor profile of the pale ale evolves to become like it's more complex than just a pale ale. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's not a, an IPA. It's not a double. It's not a triple. It's a, it's a pale ale. So This brings it back to brewers that are just happy brewing beer. Brewing good beers. Just beer. Not uh, those crazy artsy like fruit beers. Um, we touched on it last time we tried to record this episode, but this, uh, intensely hopped and gushing undead pale ale will only be one's only respite after the zombie apocalypse. It was also created with the marvelous friends of the comic book industry. And we have come to assume that that is the uh, writer of walking dead, right? Yeah. The, the, the artist and writer of walking. Dead. Yeah. See, that's sick. Um, and then this beer was formerly known as a Cenotaph, which is a medium-bodied, single-hopped beer showcasing citra hops from the Yakima Valley, USA. Mm. Woo woo, aka Washington. Yeah, yeah uh, that that dude, the the author and writer, author and writer, the artist and writer of Walking Dead. That dude knows how to market. He made specifically hand-designed toys. He's done beer labels. You know, he's got his comic books and everything like that. Like, he's smart, dude. If only. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So we're going to go ahead and close it with beer number three. Jesse, what was your, uh, what was your top favorite beer, man? Uh, ooh. My favorite? Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have a lot of similarities. Probably here. zombie dust. Okay. Yeah. That, that's, that's my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, next, I'd say my favorite is definitely the Brain Squeeze by Drecker. Okay. 
That yeah. was definitely. I just I like the the fruitiness. That was know? my second. It's also nine a.m. So this pale ale is just like, hey, what's up, man? Good morning. Yeah. yeah um, I, get that. I will say this though, uh, in terms of the uh, chosen one, definitely gonna go with Drecker. I mean, we have to. The brain squeeze. Yeah. Oh, I, I uh, agree. Hundred percent. Yeah. Drecker brain squeeze smoothie sour blueberry apricot with lemon and a hint of sea salt. That is the beer of the chosen one. Check it out. If you guys have not downloaded Tavoria, you got to. If you want to try these beers, we are in no way affiliated with Tavor. I just spend way too much money ordering their beers. I mean, as much as we talk about them. I know. But hey, it's not up to us. We're here doing our thing, living our life, drinking our brews. Come check us out at the uh, brew fest today. We'll be running around. You probably won't be able to find us because we'll be moving too quick from beer vendor to beer vendor. Other than that, if you're going to be in San Francisco in October, holla at your boy. Let's get weird. I'll buy you a beer. You can buy me three beers. Whatever works. Jesse, what do you got? Not a lot, man. Um, oh, last but not least, check out our Instagram, oh. Antipogmatic Podcast. Uh, if you're above the age of 40 and have Facebook, like me, even though I'm not 40, uh, you can go ahead and search for us at Anti-Fogmatic Podcast as well. And uh, we just sent a porch bomb down to New Jersey. We'd love to send you a porch bomb. So if you want to do a beer trade, holler. Love to take you up on that offer. If Jesse's got nothing, I'm out. Oh, let's go. Y'all have a good night. Cheers. Get drunk. Peace. <laughs>